welcome to another week of the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. My name's Alon. And my name's Aura. We have a lot to cover in this episode, and uh, I know I'm going to talk about quite a bit, but before we do that, uh, you wanted to, to talk about a meeting that's coming up soon, right? Oh, yes. I always love doing housekeeping. All right. So let's take care of that up front. So we've got, um, well, as, uh, as you listeners may or may not know, there's this thing called the uh, IGDA, or IGDA, which is the Independent Game Developers Association. And uh, they have local chapters, and we have one local in Phoenix. And um, for our May meeting, which is going to happen next week uh, here in Phoenix, um, myself and this other individual named Tyler Coleman will be hosting it. And so if you're in the Phoenix area, we'd love to have you. Uh, we're going to do something uh, kind of fun, a little crazy, a little wild, not too crazy. It's still family-friendly. And um, let's see. It's going to be at the – instead of me giving out the actual location details, let's just say um, you should email me if you're interested in coming and uh, you don't know about it already. Isn't there some website or something where you can just see the info? It's possible, but um, – They've been they've been doing updates on Facebook lately, so okay. Gotcha. Just email me at uh, Ara. Is that my email address? Yeah, Ara at Chatterbox Game Show. That's that's it. Dot com. Dot com. All right. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, it's on the website. That's the one you should use. Just put Ara in front of that, and then you're good. Um, <clears throat> okay, so that's that's all we had to talk about up front, I think. And also a reminder about our Google Voice. Number. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, this, I want to come back to this, right? Let me, bef- before we talk about Google Voice, there is a phone number. But let me, let me explain to you why I don't think it, anything will happen with this. Here's, here's why. Last week, I mentioned in the middle of the show that we had not brought up Fez and that that was amazing. Do you remember that? This is true. It was sort of, it was very quick off the cuff. Oh, we hadn't even talked about Fez today. Right. Today, we're going to talk about Fez. But you realize by virtue of mentioning that we didn't talk about it, we did talk about it. It was a little tongue-in-cheek, yes. Yes. But um, prior to that, we had, like the week earlier, which made sense because that's what everyone was talking about. It was the big release. So uh, I decided to put some more time into it since last week's show. I'd taken some time off beforehand, and now I'm back. And uh, and I'm upset with, with you, basically. With me? No, not with you. Okay. With you, the listener, um, basically because you're either not keeping us accountable, or you're as stupid as I am, or I don't know. Like I don't know what it could be. But here's the situation. Maybe maybe they just they get pissed off and then they register their complaints on some other website <laughs> and telling us because that's that's the usual norm these days. Maybe like. I, Perhaps all of our intelligent listeners are on all games talking like on live chat or something during during our uh, airing of the show at all games or something. But like, here's my issue. You and I played played some Fez. We yeah. were not very excited to buy it. Didn't see anything all that special. We just yeah. jumped around a bit, collected some cube bits. Did, you, did we prematurely judge? Is this, is this the road you're going and, down? Well, I brought that up too on yeah. the show. I said, you know what? There's some puzzles, but it's nothing amazing. And I guess supposedly there's some super secret stuff, but like it's too secret, whatever. And I figured there were like a couple secrets uh, where if you really wanted to try hard, you could get it, get at them or whatever. Okay. There is a lot more, <laughs> a lot more that uh, we had no idea existed. Right. Part part of that, like, I'm upset at myself for for not finding these things. And there's a see. I, I want to refer to to part of the game and ask you if you had realized this. Well, give, you, give you me a couple quick examples because I I have I'm finding it hard to stomach that there in fact could be a lot more. So here's the thing. My I can't remember what it was. There was there was some some part of the game where I was like, I really want to know what's, what's going on in this particular room. Like, what is the secret? Because it'll tell you straight up in the map. There's a secret like, there. There is a special thing that happens in this area. Right. And this whole game, for those who haven't played, is, is broken up into lots and lots of uh, unique areas. And there's a map that connects each area to the next. So it's not like one large map like Metroid where rooms sort of flow into another. They... Uh, the map is built into these nodes where like there's a room and then you can go through a door, which leads to another separate room. Um, and so it can define that, okay, this room, you have done everything you can do in this room. Uh, and it, it 
symbolizes that by putting like a gold rim around that node in the map. Right. Um, and, and each node is connected. It's, it looks like a flowchart. Now, um, it'll also give you a little icon saying like there's a, a special secret here or there is a, a treasure chest in this area or there's a locked door that you haven't unlocked yet, right? Like it, it's very, um, it, it explains what's going on and what you haven't done yet to help you complete everything, right. which is, is very generous, of the developer. And, and also, actually something that, if I can have an aside real quick, something that I always wished a lot more games would do, and I've actually, in fact, tried to insert that um, that detail of feedback in many of the games that uh, that I've worked on and made, and it's always been a fight. Yeah, it's the thing is, I could see it as coddling the player, but in a game like this where you're constantly traversing the map over and over and over the same places yeah. to not know whether or not you've missed something would yeah. be extremely frustrating to the point of like dismissal. Yeah, it doesn't have to be coddling. It's just it's just you're just giving the player feedback, which in a lot of cases is good. Yeah, and it also helps too. It's like, oh yeah, you haven't beaten it yet. You haven't finished this part. You're missing something, right? And it sort of pokes you, right? You have yep. to keep doing it. But I, I, I figured whatever, like uh, eventually I'll play the game enough and these secrets will will avail themselves to me, right? Right. Um, through whatever. You play the game more and you discover some, some details. So I was looking up something um, on the internet to cheat a little bit and see, like, well, what is it about this room that I'm missing? Because it looks to me like it's just four walls and I can rotate it and that's about it. I don't see anything, right? right. And then I learn, without intending to, that um, there's this alphabet in the game, which is kind of obvious through another part. So there, there's this area you go to where there's a bunch of uh, other people, right? See, we've seen a lot of these mysterious characters. Are you yeah, but uh, did you see it where it's that? actually people talking? Because at the very beginning of the game, when you talk to a, a non-player character, yeah. they speak English, right? Right. No problem. Right. And then you go to another, we'll call it a city, right? right? Just another one of these areas that's further away from the home area. And they speak in these symbols. Yeah, they speak in symbols. Right. It turns out each one of those symbols represents a specific letter. Okay. Right? And people deciphered this stuff on the internet. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I, I really hope that this isn't the extent of your um, no, 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 no. mind expanding this, because this is not this, the first time such a thing this, has been done. This is the thing that opened up my eyes to lead to other things. So not only are there are all of these uh, characters convertible to, to something that we can understand, there's also characters that represent numbers, and there's also um, symbols that represent directional input in the game. Um, or I should just say input, not not completely directional. Um, and then, do, do you remember that there was a level, I don't know if this is while we were playing together or not, where I made something appear in in the world we were in totally by accident? No, that totally didn't happen. That probably happened while I was at home then. Okay. Right, like I was just accidentally pressing buttons and something appeared in a world. Oh, well that was, there was one where we had, there was an achievement that basically specified a button combination. Oh yeah, so there was that. Right. There, there is an achievement that's or, straight or up Or a combination you. of rotations. Yeah. yeah. So, Imagine that, but that happens several times in the game where something can just appear based on some input you put in the game. Right. But you're given some indication of what those inputs should be, but not through an achievement, uh, some text in an achievement, right? It's okay. actually through indicators in the game. So anyway, I'm... Okay, I'm still not impressed, so... I am impressed, because you, you if should. I were smarter, if I, if I thought that it mattered, basically, if I gave a shit, then I would have... I could have stared at what these people are talking about, and I could have deciphered what all the characters meant, right? Like, I am confident that I am smart enough to do that. Right. Not quickly. But it's not worth your time. But I would have done it, right? I thought, exactly, it's not worth my time. If I were to, to decode it, then they would just be saying, like, oh, hey, dude. Nice I mean, you find, you, right? find an ancient Mayan Stella, then, okay, maybe that could be worth your time. But something that somebody authored already, I know people, I mean, people eat this shit up. They've, the similar thing happened in uh, Skyrim, Actually, like, I don't even think this has even been solved. There's, like, real quick. There's, like, these, like, insects trapped in jars throughout the world. There's, like, seven of them, right? And there's, like, a rune or a combination of runes, like, on the bottom of this jar that they're trapped in, right? Nobody knows what they mean. People have been trying to figure it out like it was the ancient uncovered Stella. And the thing is, it might not mean anything. They right. might have put it in there just to sort of mess with you or to put something mysterious in the game, whatever. Yeah, but the, here's the thing is that people are treating, like, they're putting so much effort into it. They're, like, researching, like, 
all the different possible like runic alphabets that have ever been devised in the history of fake languages. Like people are putting in serious and that, research, and in that's this cool, thing. right? If the developers actually did something intelligent behind it, then it would be neat. Even Trials Evolution, or I think just Trials HD, had this like incredibly cryptic set of just secrets in a lot of worlds that sort of led to something larger. Right. Um, you can watch a whole YouTube video on that. But in the point is, I like puzzle games, right? I yeah. enjoy playing puzzles. You have said that you don't, so that's fine, right? But I do, and this game to me before realizing that was limited to just a simple platformer, right, with kind of a neat quirk about the, the visual nature of the game. But once you realize there's this alphabet and, more importantly, this uh, directional input, which... Again, I, I said earlier that it kind of pissed me off. I didn't explore all the areas, and there's one particular area area you can get to yeah. that basically gives away some of this, or it gives you at least some sort of direction into realizing, hey, there is this stuff going on in the game, right? Like pressing A has a specific symbol associated with it, and pressing left has a specific symbol associated with it. Right. Um, but I hadn't gotten to that. I just I had never gone to that room until after I saw this stuff on the internet. I thought I had seen a lot of the game. Turns out there's actually some parts that I missed just because, like, I forgot to go up a tree and go in a door or something. Right. Um, okay, but, so... But point is, there's a lot of puzzles now that are all over the world that I had no idea about. So now the game becomes something more impressive, something more enjoyable for me, something much deeper. Beyond that, there's some crazy, very complex puzzles, which uh, some of them I would just, after knowing the answers... Just because right. I cheated, I'd be like, no way I would have ever gotten that just because I wrote it. How a did you cheat? You just look on the internet, like, what's this puzzle? And I'm like, oh, you have to oh. do this, and then you get this bit of information, and then you, you put these two things on their sides, you put them over each other, and then you go one and one and one. And it's like, I would never have figured it out. And I'm not going to go into any more detail just to save other people from it, but um, I wouldn't have gotten it. There's other ones I would have gotten. And in fact, some where I was like, okay, I'll take the fact that I know the alphabet now know the symbology a little bit and I will do the puzzles on my own anyway I'm going to talk about this more when we get back we're going to break chatterboxers how much do you love amazon.com since you're like me, the answer is a lot. And since you love Chatterbox almost as much, here's what I want you to do. Next time you get a new game, a pair of socks, downloadable MP3, anything really, go to helpchatterbox.com. It takes you to Amazon, but when you buy something, we get a piece of the action. That's good for us, and Amazon feels good because you didn't buy it from GameStop. Helpchatterbox.com. Remember it. Bookmark it. Tattoo it backwards on your forehead. And yes, all I'm asking you to do is buy stuff you are already going to buy. Just do it at helpchatterbox.com. And we're back. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio, where Alon tries to convince me there's something redeeming about Fez, which I'm still not convinced. Brought to you by the University of Advancing Technology. Visit uat.edu to learn about the programs that they have to offer. It's is this uh-huh. like is there anything more? Because that is that is my point. My point to you. Well, first with, we we brought this up through Google Voice a little bit. Uh, I'm mad that none of our listeners called me out on this. I, I, I'm I'm getting the feeling like they just haven't gotten that far. Well, so there there's a debate to me, or or they maybe have the same opinion I do that these aren't as cataclysmic changes to the quality of the game that you're the way you're framing it. It is. It's because it it makes it a totally different game for me. It takes it 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 quite literally took it from being a platformer game, yeah, with some quirkiness to it, yeah. to being a puzzle game. It's a different genre of game. So that's interesting because I thought that it was a puzzle game the whole time. I always but said I can, that there I, were just a couple puzzles thrown about. I can see. I can see how the puzzles would be more compelling now but it's just uh, i mean like you know i don't know I, i'm not going to i'm not going to level the criticism of it's done before because it's not that's not a very strong criticism to level but uh it's uh i don't know i just i don't find that like incredibly compelling but hey i mean if you do that's more for the record of it for the record it's it's still kind of contrived right and it's uh way too deep um, for most players, and that's one thing that I don't understand, right? If you, if you want to get people to play a game, like, you can't... 
what he's done is he's taken part of it and made it super easy. You just jump around some things and you collect some stuff and right. you, whatever, right? right? And you move forward. Right. But then there's this other level of the game. But right. but the disparity between the two levels uh-huh. is gigantic. It, yes, it's ridiculous in nature, right? There's there's people who will get it and then look at all you know look at it deeper and maybe look on the internet and help themselves or or work with other people to get it. And then there's the people who will just never know. The vast majority, I suspect. We'll never know that that happens. So un- until you um, made that point in that particular way, I was about to say that that is one of the best ways to design a game in layers where there can be depth that most people will never perceive. And that's perfectly okay. And in fact, that's really good because what that means is that for those who aren't equipped or interested in delving into that deep end, it just may as well not be there. And so they don't have to be bothered by it. And it doesn't have to be a burden on them. But yet for the people who are prepared and are capable of accessing that space, that's another level for them to enjoy. Yeah. And and that's not so bad if there's, I think, a more more obvious indication that this level exists. Yeah. Right. So so you think it's just it's it's way too hidden. Or I mean the other explanation is that I'm just way too stupid. Right? And that's I'm not even joking. Well, right? I mean, like... That's a totally valid possibility. I, I, I mean, like, it would be funny if I called you stupid, but I don't think you're that stupid. I, that's the thing. I consider myself at least relatively intelligent, but perhaps I was just too lazy, right? Because, like, you'll go into rooms even early on in the game, or maybe not early on. I don't, I don't remember at this point because the map is so weird. Um, but, like... You'll go into a room that is straight up a classroom. It is obviously a classroom. There's a blackboard and there's right. papers on the wall. And right? I remember that very room, in fact. Yeah, so it must have been early on in the game. And yeah. so you're in this this classroom, and it has these sim- symbols on the wall and stuff, which are like pretty easy to follow. It's like this symbol, and it has a plus, this symbol, and an equal sign, this third symbol, right? So it's it's basically telling you this is a math equation, Yeah. right? And it's I should have known... Oh, I bet those are like numbers in their language and I could totally decipher them, right? And it totally matters. But uh, I never took the time. I never this, bothered. This brings up a really interesting point, really interesting issue because this is – you're basically describing a lateral thinking puzzle, right? Because you have to you have to be able to be open to there being a relationship of things in that manner, right? In order for you to even be able to consider – that that means something because in in you know, a lot of other games, right? I mean, you just look at it. It's background graphics. Background graphics is background graphics. You know, you're trained to frame the meaning of background graphics in a specific way, which is that it doesn't have special meaning. Yeah, well, it certainly have been trained that way, and this game has a lot of. It also has a lot of like you know papers on the wall, which are just like lines and dashes, which we're trained to think is well, it would be text if there was a better resolution on it, and I could like zoom in or something, right? right. But it's it's made to just be environmental to look like there's a paper on the wall that some kid wrote, right? And certainly in games, there's been tons of fake languages that we've been exposed to that we've been basically trained to understand them as oh, these don't mean anything. You can ignore this. This is just s- s- merely a symbol. To tell you there's a made-up language here and it has no yeah, further depth. Exactly, but this this absolutely does. Like so, so, so because of that, I would say that it's it's your baggage from previous experiences that's conditioned you to not be prepared for it. It has nothing to do with how smart you are. And incidentally, I hate lateral thinking types of puzzles for that very reason. Because whether you're able to make that relationship connect that relationship mentally or not has nothing to do with how much you know or how smart you are. It's just your ability to just make this arbitrary connection. It's completely idiosyncratic. I just, I wish that there was, and I can't, I I try not to criticize things without having a suggestion for a solution. Sure. That's Um, productive. That's just generally how I live my life. I don't want to say this sucks without saying how it could have been not sucky. Also, we kind of get trained to be that way in corporate life because obvious reasons. But anyway. So you don't want to bitch and moan without without showing that you can figure out a solution. So anyway, I don't want to just say that he, I I wish, all right, I'm going to back up. I just straight up wish that there was some, better indication that that the symbology in the game 
was was genuinely important to the game right. so that I would have taken the time to figure it on my own. Because honestly, deciphering the alphabet would have been pretty difficult. Deciphering the the symbols for the numbers yeah. would have been less difficult. These, these kinds of things... just less difficult. I think that these kinds of things... Uh, this is probably the hardest thing to communicate consistently to players in general in the practice of game design because, like I explained a minute ago, it is so dependent on, like, literally idiosyncratic aspects of how you're thinking. Well, yeah, I mean, the other option is to just straight up tell people, which is lame, right? You want right. to be like, hey, pay attention to these symbols. They right. mean something. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, these, these kinds of, um, like, puzzles or problems or uh, challenges in games, right? they tend to be incredibly polarized. They tend to either seem completely trivial to you or they seem to be so obtuse that you can't ever access it. And both of those are bad. You don't want that. You know, you always want to present something to the player to get them thinking about it so they, they can feel like they can work with it. You know, they can kind of dance around it. They can kind of do something to it, right? That, unfortunately, is not an intrinsic aspect of a lateral thinking puzzle. You know, you don't you don't make lateral thinking like you don't solve lateral thinking puzzles by thinking about them for a while. You know, they're completely obtuse. And then all of a sudden you get it if you're ever going to get it. And that's it. Well, apparently it gets even more involved. There's this whole thing about (laughs) the monolith and whatever, which I think we talked about before, which I I didn't want to totally cheat and look it up and what the answer was today. I haven't even gotten to that part in the game. But I did want to research it a little bit before coming to the show today and just learn what it was about. So I guess there's a part you get to later that just has this big black thing floating. And there's some other artifacts you can get in the game which might indicate how to decipher something. Apparently, people still didn't, don't even know like how to get how the game would deliver the answer to you. So but they figured so, out all this stuff around it. So you're saying that there's a puzzle in this game that has not even been solved. No, it's been solved... They don't like know through, why. Through brute force. I see. But they, they – and they discovered a bunch of other stuff that sort of like leads you kind of is related. Right. But, but there's still a missing link. Do you, do you think or do you think people think that maybe that missing link is just may not even exist? And I they just know. did a bad job of communicating. When, once you watch that movie I saw, the, the indie game movie, yeah. you, you may start to believe what some people think where uh, the developer, Phil Fish, is kind of just saying fuck you to everybody. <laughs> With this last, that would last that would not puzzle. surprise me. I I, um, I don't need to see the film to not yeah. be surprised by that. I, I'm I'm not totally above suggesting that maybe that's true, but um, less important to me. It's just honestly, the journey of of deciphering a lot of these things is interesting enough. Even even if there's that missing link, there's some other stuff that I read about today and how someone figured something out. And I was like, I just I don't know. You know, if, if that's I if that's true, that is a really shitty thing to do to a player. <sighs> just like ha- have this really difficult puzzle. There was one guy who was no, contacting... No, 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 not just by virtue of it being really difficult, but by leading... You're basically leading the player down a road and then, like, basically, you know, putting up a wall there. But, you know, he might be making some sort of commentary on the world. Like, there's... In the real world, there's so much that leads us to information. Oh, but there's still stuff we'll never know, even though there really is an answer, right? You, you know like, what? Physics work in a certain way, and we won't be able to decipher it all. It's, the answer is there, but we can't get to it. You know, right? you can make that commentary by like murdering people, and you can also make that commentary by avoiding murdering people. So, I I don't think he had to do that if that's what he did to say that. If that's what he was saying, no. Even. But I mean, he's going to decide to make his statement however he wants to make it. Indeed. But, um, there there are other puzzles which are less obtuse, right? Like there's some where you throughout the game you get pieces of a map and you look at the map and you can recognize that this map represents a, a particular level right because the level has a, a certain shape to it that you'll recognize as oh i've been there before and i'll go back now and then like if you rotate this treasure map and it's called like a treasure map right. if you rotate it so you see the back side of it it's the same map but the mirror image of it right because you're looking at the back part of the page but there's some extra platforms or pieces on the map and so for instance, you go to the top of the map, but way up top, there's a treasure chest. And you're like, how do I get to that treasure chest? I don't know. There's nothing to get me there. But then you get this treasure map that makes you realize, okay, well, that's this map that I couldn't figure out how to get the, the treasure chest in. 
I look at the back of it and then there's some, some extra bits that aren't there in the world okay. and you realize, okay, I'm just going to jump, take a leap of faith into thin air. So they're invisible. And there's invisible platforms, right? Yeah. That's, that's pretty that's, neat. That's, that's been done neat. before, right? But that's a puzzle that is not impossible. You see this treasure map, you play with it till you flip it around. You're like, oh, there's some stuff. I'm going to try it. Like that's when I figured it out on my own and I felt good about it. Not exactly complex though, right. but there is much more complex ones that have to do with the symbology. And that's where I just became really impressed and I'm upset that our listeners didn't call me out for being an idiot. We'll be right back. was saying i was mad at the listeners yes all of you all two of you uh so an upset alone is not good for me and it's not good for any of you guys so please you you can't let me get away with this please don't let him we actually you know what maybe maybe this is like the bad karma that we're getting from the few times that we've been corrected and maybe we didn't explicitly respond but those few times We've um, we've taken your exhortations to heart. So if you send us something and we don't reply, it just means that we've read it and we agree. Yeah, so <laughs> not necessarily, but <laughs> here's the thing. Either you're all as dumb as me and didn't give this game the chance it needed to, maybe because we said that it was not that great. And I'm honestly, I'm still not saying it's that great, but it has a level to it, which is of great interest to me. And I will tell you, if you haven't cheated and looked on the internet, that there is an alphabet and you can decipher it. And I challenge you to do it because you will have a lot more fun doing that um, than just cheating your way through it. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to give out the number. Yeah, but we have this number. We have an email address. We have ways for you to contact us to tell us that we screwed up. And uh, you didn't do that this time around. So, you know, I'm owning up on my own. But next time around, uh, feel free to yell at us. We, we love to be yelled at um, in various ways. So please, for Alon's sake and for my sake, more for my sake, I think, give us a call at 480-442-6321. That's 480-4GAME21. That's right. And it's our special voice recording line. You will not reach us live, but you will have the pleasure of leaving a voicemail message, which if it meets up to our standards of radio quality <laughs> will be played back on a subsequent episode. Yeah, it could. And you could do that for anything. Telling us we suck, coming up with a topic to discuss, giving us your opinion on a topic we already discussed, any one of those things, right? Lots of, lots of other shows do this. You leave a message, we talk about it later. It's, it's not novel, but it is ours. So, so that's right. good on us, right, for getting that set up. All right. Now, so we got a half a show in front of us. What else? What else we got? All right. So moving on, there's... Oh, there's... I'm surprised I didn't mention this before, but um, the new season of the Gran Turismo Academy. I did is, not re- realize this thing was seasonal. It's Apparently, it's y- almost yearly because they did one, I think, in 2010, if I'm not mistaken. And they did one, I think, in 2000. Well, it's 2012 now, right? Yeah, didn't you have your rig last time this was happening? Yeah, so it was either tw- 2010 or 2011. They did one that was... Wait, wait, you have not had that thing for over a year. It's been almost a, it's been almost a year now, yeah. Good, then it had to be 2011. Yeah. Anyway, they did at least two of these previously, um, GT Academies, where they would have an online competition and the the players who posted their best times would, a small amount of them, like 12 or 16, would be invited to then participate in a real competition of increasing realness uh, and eventually they'd pick one of them to be a real race car driver and the winner of, of the last big one um, his name is uh, Lucas Ordonez I think and uh, you know he's okay now he's racing in Lamont okay like the most Was celebrated 
just one time thing, or is he like an official race car driver for real now? Well, he's an official race car driver for real, but Le Mans only happens once a year. This is this is the most celebrated race, arguably, in like the history of of the motorsport. So he's not doing races all year long to get ready for the. Oh, he he may be too, but twenty four hours. Look, once you've got 24-hour Le Mans on your resume, it's like you don't even need to mention the other stuff. Well, I mean, but you need to make a living. He's, um, I don't know how he makes his living, but, um, I mean, at that level, they're making – I'm just going to assume they're making so much money that, uh, yeah. Yeah, but he came from playing a video game. I'm actually curious he to did. see how the real drivers yes. would fare if they got in Gran Turismo and put enough practice in so they got used yeah. to it, right? Not not as well. I have found that in general because, you know, my, my dad actually does, you know, club motorsports as a hobby. And um, he's no good at these games. He's w- way better as a real driver. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, but you, ha- you have to give it a certain learning curve. You have to get past the yeah, hurdle. Yeah, but e- even, even still, see, like, I don't think that it translates properly, and I'll tell you why. There's um, like the key difference, right? Even with the best simulator, is that you're you're missing certain kinds of feedback that you will get in the car. And I think that people who have been trained to be real race car drivers, their knowledge, their operational knowledge, right? Like about like how to drive the car and how much to turn the thing, right? Is inexorably affixed to them getting that exact feedback in their car. And so I don't think they can decouple that anymore. So when they're trying to play a video game where, for example, you're not feeling the G-forces or if you're feeling some G-forces, they're not the right G-forces and the wheel isn't behaving the exact same way and the sounds and the smells and all these things aren't exactly the same, you don't have those cues that you've been trained to work with. And I think that it's immeasurably harder to acclimate to not having those versus – the other way around where you start on Gran Turismo and then you work your way up to real life because something like Gran Turismo is very, very good simulation, I think, but it's missing very, very key, important, I mean, intrinsically it has to because it's a video game, important aspects of feedback. And when you go to real life, right, you, it's, it's like you're, you're, not, you're not replacing as much as you are adding types of feedback if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I was, I was thinking the very same thing, right? Like you're, you're missing the, the sense of actual driving. You're not getting that feedback. So, so I can understand that. Um, but, uh, but I don't know. I would still expect it to translate to some degree where like they would be better than the average player who only yeah. had the experience yeah. in the video game, but, but wasn't the yeah, expert. I, I don't think that's even the case though. That, that isn't even the case because on top of all that, you think you're actually handicapped by, by yeah. needing to rely on the extra information. Um, I think that may be an aspect of it, but I think more importantly, a bigger aspect is that you are also retraining yourself for a different interface. I mean, how how different is the interface? It's it's very different. A steering it's, wheel and it's some still pedals. different. Okay, like I was I was referring to controller primarily, but even if you go, it's it's still different because it's not accompanied by all of the G forces and all the other things that normally happen. It's just, I mean, it's just different. I don't know what else I can say. Okay. Know? So getting back to the game, okay, you're finally so, playing it. So here, so, okay, so the first interesting thing was the fact that the download was three gigs. So I think there's it a record. require that you have GT5, though, right? No, no. You don't have to have nothing. So that's the beauty of it. Even if you don't have the game, Gran Turismo 5, it doesn't matter because you just have to have three, over three gigs free on your hard drive. So you'll hope you have that and lots of download time. And I think we checked right now. There's like 400,000 um, active registered players. So here's the really, really interesting thing that I want to talk about about this, this, this contest right now. They have a global ranking because this edition of the contest, in contrast to the previous ones, is now global. The previous ones have been like you know, U.S. only, Europe only, and so on, right? So – you can go into the game and you can see a display of basically a ranking of all of the countries who are participating, right? There's these, you get these gold medals in the game, right? So right now in this contest, you can get up to 10 gold medals. 
at the phase that the contest is in right now, right? Yeah, because it's like five per phase, and there's eight phases, right? And right, so and we're two that are available thus far. Exactly. So if you get everything that you can get, if you download the demo now and you play as good as you can, and you get a gold medal on every event, you will have ten. Yeah. Right? According to you, these aren't these aren't as hard as I originally thought. Getting these medals, it's it's not exactly easy, but it's not like you have to be a Lamont. It's driver. not as hard. In, in fact, I would say that it's almost like it's it's significantly easier to get a gold medal in this. Um, quote-unquote demo as it is to get one in like the license test of Gran Turismo 5. Okay. So okay. not that hard. So I would say that the golds in this are like halfway between the gold and the silver in Gran Turismo 5. But I digress. Um, so here's the really cool thing. And this is, this is what all this uh, leading talk is leading up to. Okay. So this list displays every country, okay, and ranks them and this is a list you can you can look at this in the game freely. And it says how many golds each country has gotten, right? So for example, the US has gotten two hundred and fifty one thousand gold medals, right? Everybody who played this game who's in the United States, if you add up all their gold medals, they had that many, right? And they also display the average. And the average for the United States is three point four, right? So out of every player on average has gotten three point four out of the maximum ten possible. Okay? So this is a really interesting metric, right? Because now, if you look at this list, this basically says how good are people doing in each country in proportion to how good they can do, right? And to me, this says this is how serious the video game players in each country are about performance in their games. This is a seriousness rating, yeah, and I don't think it's perfectly analogous, but I, I agree there's something to it, so, especially after we saw the data. So, yes. So how, let's look at a couple of data points, and let's talk about how serious are different countries at Gran Turismo. And let's not give them all away. Let's give them the countries and let our, let our listeners think about it for a minute. Okay. So I basically marked off a few ones of interest. Um, we've got United States. We've got Mexico. We've got Slovenia, Croatia, Lebanon, Germany, Japan. Lebanon, I'm surprised to see on the list. Yeah. I wouldn't expect them to show up in a gaming yeah. list of any sort. Yes. Well, there's a lot of small countries. So the, the outliers where, um, where there are very few players playing, the results get a little skewed. And so you could probably imagine Slovenia, Croatia, Lebanon, and they don't have very many players in them. And, and the results show that. Um, why don't we get to the actual numbers? Yeah, I mean, I, I would ask people to just think quietly to themselves so yeah. as to not disturb others. Who you think is going to do well and why, and who you think would not, not do well and why. And my first estimate was I would expect the U.S. to score quite low because we have this tendency to just get as much free stuff as we can, and by that I mean the free copy of Gran Turismo Academy, right. play it for five minutes, decide we don't like it, and put it down, in which case we've recorded a score of zero or one medals. And so on average, average we would probably have a lot of players who didn't do much with it. Yeah, well, right. But I didn't think about other countries and how serious other countries would be. Well, it sounds like we're going to find out exactly how serious each country is when we return Are you going to find a Master of Science program in technology that creates thinkers who understand how business works and how to apply the technology? Where else are you going to discover a graduate degree in technology that is customized to meet your objectives? Where else in the Valley, on campus or online, can you study at the only private university that gives you the opportunity to focus in specialized areas like network security, artificial life programming, and game studies, as well as technology management? Where else? Where else but the University of Advancing Technology? UAT's graduate technology program is accelerated. It combines business with technology. It offers the flexibility to adapt quickly to changes that come in high-tech fields. Feed your brain. Lead. Manage. You won't find this innovative environment anywhere else. UAT, the select private university where you'll be fully immersed in technology. The experience is unrivaled. Click UAT.edu. That's UAT.edu.
we are back. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. We've had uh, we said we had a lot to talk about at the top of the show, but uh, but the truth is we didn't. We haven't talked about that much. We squeezed in only a few topics. It's been you know what? It's been it's been deep and um, not broad. Yeah, but that's good. Show. That's fine with me. Uh, yeah. Before we continue, of course, I'm going to mention UAT.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology, as we do in every show. So sit, thank you to them. Um, so you were you were talking about the countries involved in in Gran Turismo Academy, and I said I thought U.S. would be low. Right, and the answer is you're incredibly correct. Yes, in that one case, we are in fact uh, out of 59 countries that are ranked. We are number 54, and we have an average of 3.4 golds. I'm actually surprised it's that high while still being at the bottom of the list. I Um, would expect there just to be an overwhelming number of zeros, which would skew the number down to to almost zero. Now, keep in mind that I think that it it takes a certain measure of effort to download three gigs. And and I I I think that people who... I think most people who are interested in competing... Well, let me put it this way. Who are not interested in competing wouldn't even bother downloading the thing, right? I also, I wonder if they take into account a score, like maybe they exclude any of zero. Um, like maybe they only count it if you've gotten at least one. I would, I would assume that they don't. I've, I don't think we have any reason to believe that they'd, they'd make an exclusion like that. But 3.4, I well, mean, just not to skew low. the results because then maybe everything would be zero point whatever because there'd be so many that didn't even bother getting a medal. Well... But I mean, I mean, I don't know. We don't know the real data, so it's hard to... Yeah. I mean, you could always say, like, okay, well, you know, if they downloaded the thing and they didn't really play anything, right? If they didn't really play it, then do you count that? Because obviously they weren't trying. That 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 is a, like, that one piece of data I would, would, would want to exclude. But... Yeah. We could figure it out if we set our PlayStation 3s to be um, within the Lebanon region somehow through a proxy. <laughs> <laughs> then, because there's so few people, we could tell how the data is manipulated. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, there's... I think there's just... There's no way to know for sure, right? As far as, like, how serious the person is. Because also, you know, somebody... Somebody, I don't think that this data could distinguish between like that and somebody who like tried but just couldn't get anything, right? Okay. I don't think I don't think they bothered getting um, that detailed. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's uh, you know across the whole United States, we have about two hundred and fifty-one thousand golds have been earned across all the players, and um, this is actually the number two most populous number of. Um, Golds, gold, gold uh, um, trophies awarded. What's the the highest? That's Japan. They've had. This is interesting, right? They've had five hundred forty four k, and their and their average is much higher. Instead of three point four for the U.S., it's five point three, and Japan is number twenty four. So you can we can very safely say Japan much more serious about Gran Turismo gaming than the United States, which is weird to me. I don't think that's weird at all, though. It's just. Look, first of all, we already but, know that Japan's just serious, more serious what's than What's weird to me up. isn't that they're more serious. It's that they have so many players. Like, if anyone's looked at, at sales data, yeah. like, we, we always, a lot of us think of uh, games coming from Japan, at least if you're, if you're as old as us and you're thinking about Nintendo games. They basically were never made in the U.S., right? It was always Japanese games coming yeah. over here. And so I, I would just think there's a lot of people in Japan who play video games. And then when you look at the sales data and you're like, a game that sells really well in Japan doesn't break a million sales, but in America you do really well. Like you can't do well without selling a million copies in in the U.S. Right. It makes well, me think. I don't know how any game is ever sold and restricted to the Japanese audience. Our, our market audience. Is, is clearly way bigger, but at the same time, there's there's a couple of interesting things happening, right? I think the contributing factors is the fact that the 360 is not popular in Japan at all. Here it's very popular. It's actually more popular than the PS3 for one. For two, we have Forza, which, yeah, you can get in Japan, but since the console is not as popular, I think that Forza has effectively split the video game racing market in America, but hasn't in Japan. And I think that that's probably a big chunk of this. We're talking about 100,000 players based on the numbers we have. 100,000 players in Japan. Well, gold. Remember, remember that this is, right, they've gotten almost double the average number of golds per person than we have. And that, I mean, doubling our, our number is almost approaches their number of golds as is. So 
it sounds like to me we could have about the same number of people playing the game between Japan and U.S., but they're just twice as good as we are, basically. Yeah, I'm just thinking 100,000 players in Japan. No, is, no, 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 but we don't know if there's 100,000. You do the math, man. You can figure it out. Oh, you're saying there's 100,000 total in Japan who are playing this game. Yeah, if you have 545,000 yeah, okay, yeah. golds and 5.3 per person. I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy um, that. And the U.S., uh, my, my, you know, off the top of my head, math says the U.S. has about 70,000 players. Uh, so you have more actual players in Japan. Yeah. I, I believe it. The, the, also, the product is more popular in Japan. Can I, can I tell you how many Japanese skylines are in this game? I mean, I don't, is has that, that been car? complained enough? about enough yet is that a car yeah that's uh that's like it's like the you know like infinity g35 is like a skyline over there okay they've got like 30 or 40 variations of skylines throughout the years there are way more japanese cars in gran turismo than any other country car that's kind of weird it's it's not weird it's because the game is from japan well what's weird is that there would be 40 different types of one car that's what i mean really like skylines okay i don't know (laughs) what their problem is but i mean i mean hey look it's a good car i just don't want 80 copies of it okay but let's let's get back to these numbers okay because there's a couple more interesting ones right so the number one spot right was slovenia and shared by slovenia and croatia which had like 450 golds and about 1600 respectively okay so very small countries very few people playing from them right their average is 8.4 gold so the people who are playing in those small countries are very serious like i wonder if they just have an auto club over there and so there's like 50 dudes who all know each other who are all competing against each other well they, they're they're that very well may be a big contributor too i mean i wouldn't be surprised at all lebanon is number three right they've and got there's an- only f- literally four people yeah, we've, we've, we've estimated four people because there's 32 golds and the average is eight golds. Yeah, per I don't think much estimation is necessary. I'm pretty sure it's an exact <laughs> measurement. There are four people playing this game in Lebanon, which is probably like the size of the Lebanese government. The people who can afford a TV and a PlayStation. It's, it's possible. Although we wouldn't want the Lebanese to get angry at us now, would we? So the results can get very skewed because there's this huge range of population right you go from i mean they have they have countries like uh, bahrain okay and where, where the f1 is happening either right now or just last week yeah a couple weeks ago a couple yeah. weeks ago yeah there's an actual really popular race happening there and yeah. nobody's playing this game over yeah. there well i mean you know they it's a lot of people watch nascar too but that yeah. doesn't mean they play games necessarily oh they do they do, they? do. But do they play them do they re- do they really play them? yes do they are they really well but uh, there is a lot of political unrest in, in Bahrain right now. Yeah, that, a that's, poverty, a, that's so. a whole other story. Yeah. But, um, okay, so the first country to break 100,000 golds, right? So we want to compare like values with each other. We don't want to compare Lebanon to the United States because that doesn't make any sense. So the first one is Germany, which is at number 20. So for 139K golds received, right, they've got about 5.5 golds per person. Germans reputed for being highly serious, and their seriousness is yet confirmed. Yeah, they uh, they definitely like cars. Yes, and they like going fast. And as you said, they are quite a serious bunch. And and I mean, it's funny. My Japanese friend to me told me uh, one time when he visited Germany about how uh, he remarked how surprised he was and impressed with their driving discipline. And in Germany. You Germans will now now can safely know that uh, that is not reflected in Gran Turismo results. What what does that mean? They're disciplined, like they're careful. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I'm just picturing drivers like providing right of way and and just being good drivers. Somehow, somehow, um, I was led to believe, or I was under the impression that he was referring less to the degree of courtesy. And more to the degree of precision. Okay. So let's just leave it at that. Okay. Their ability to not die while driving 150 miles an hour. Yeah, hey, it's a good, it's a good uh, ability to have. So the Autobahn's four. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Finns were also really good. I didn't write down the number, but the Finnish, um, they only had like a thousand. Basically, everyone in Europe where Top Gear is made uh, does well. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, Canada was pretty crappy. Mexico actually is last in 59th place. Um, so take, interesting. Take what you mean. Take what I don't know. Take what you can from that. I guess. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I just find this all 
very fascinating. Yeah. All right. It is it is interesting data. Yeah. Because it, it basically, it uh, solidifies or, or confirms our stereotypes that, like, Japanese or are like really good at video games and care a lot, right? It, it kind of does. And it's real data, you know? And this yeah. is this data that we've never well, we are ever assuming seen. it's real, but it probably is. It's probably real. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. All right. So there's one more thing I want to talk about real quick, okay? We've got about two minutes. Yeah, okay. Dirt Showdown. Another racing game. <sighs> okay, look. Dirt 3 came out a while ago, and then they were announcing that they were going to do this game next. And this is like a spin-off game, okay? They're basically like taking – the demo came out recently, and I've been, I've been relatively incensed by the demo. Um, it's very upsetting but to me. But we didn't even – you showed it to me and didn't even play the game. You're just complaining yeah. about like menus and stuff. No, no, no. I have – I mean the demo itself was the exact same thing as basically the worst or the second worst part about – Dirt 3. It was basically like take Dirt 3, take a circuit, replace all the cars with cars that look like garbage, and – okay, that's it. Oh, oh no. Wait a minute. And also add um, – apparently dubstep has now invaded the video games. So now I have to listen to blah, 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 blah. Like really? I love that stuff. So I, you, you love that? Yeah, what is I this? Do. It's I like, do. What, what's this song called? It's the broken spaceship. I mean, come I, on. <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't, I don't understand – you won't hear me complain about that. You like blah, 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 <laughs> yes. blah, blah, I don't understand this. I do. What What do people like about this? I don't know, man. They like bass. But <sighs> this, okay, look, <laughs> bass is like the most beautiful melody in the world compared to the wobbling bass of dubstep. All right. <sighs> so before we go, remind me when your Igna meeting is. Wednesday, 7 p.m., claim jumper, email us. Ara at chatterboxgameshow.com. Wednesday, tomorrow or next week? Next week. Not tomorrow. Do not go to Clean so like Jump. The 16th tomorrow. or 17th or something like that. Yeah, unless you're really hungry. All right. Great. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. If you have anything to say, call us, email us. We're soliciting comments about dubstep. Good night. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.